you know, we're trying to help people here. So not only will you be discouraged in your in your journey, and uh, also I, I must I must include that that process of me seeing Nick Cannon on that TV to me making it to the to the NBA is probably like seven eight years in between, most likely. Just putting that out there. I always tell people if you have a real dream that you want to achieve, it could take ten. Still. Have- Welcome back to another episode of Coats in Conversation. I'm your host, Kendrick Coates. As always, we got a packed show, but before we get started, be sure to go out and watch our previous episode. We talk about holiday and just being able to weather the storm of all the holiday activities in regards to mental health. Before we get started with this episode, I didn't tell y'all, um, but I'm going to go ahead and do this publicly publicly because I think I owe all of you an apology. In our last episode, we did a mental health check-in and I did not show up the way I should have and the way I typically show up and open up space for people. And so for that, I, I do apologize and I wanted to do it publicly on this podcast. And I didn't want to tell you all because I like to do things that that to me are, are genuine and I like to be a man of my word. So from this point on, when we do our mental health check-ins, I want to be sure to one, open up that space, create that space for us all to voice what we are going through, but then also to acknowledge those feelings or the things that do come up. So again, from this point on, I will do better. Um, you know, in our last podcast, I, I was running on E and, and that's no excuse on my part. So again, I will do better, but I owe all of y'all an apology. So wanted to get that out of the way before we get this episode started. Um, this episode today, we are going to be talking about manifestation and the law of attraction. Many of us here on this podcast, we have been manifestors for a lot of our careers and we've gotten into this pattern that has allowed us to create these this image or this this vision that we have for where we want our careers to go but then also in doing those manifestations we've also been able to put ourselves in position to attract the things that we want to see in our life we're going to do a quick mental health check-in before we actually get into our episode. So we're going to start with Grant Jones, do a quick mental health check-in. Grant, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great. And I have a confession too, ladies and gentlemen, I want to apologize to you guys because I had popcorn in my mouth and my mom raised me better than that uh, last episode. So sincerely wanted to uh, uh, give my, uh, you know, thoughts on that. Apologize. Sorry, Ma. Uh, but I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm ready for that new energy of the 2023. I'm checking in. I'm high spirit. A lot of stuff is manifesting right now for me. So I love this episode and we're going to tap in and uh, it's going to be a good one. Appreciate you sharing, Grant, and I appreciate you being here again. Vince Bracy, all the way from L.A. How are you doing today? Yes, yes. Hardest working man in showbiz. Always feeling good. Uh, always feeling positive. There's nothing necessarily bad going on. Uh, last time I checked in with you folks, I was I was kind of struggling a little bit uh, after losing a job. I just shared with you guys before we started recording. I got some prospects out there. Everything is looking good. And I love manifestation and the law of attraction. So I'm hoping this will be one of my favorite episodes yet. 
closing conversation. Thanks, Kendrick. And appreciate you. And the the thing is, you know, as you share, you, you were going through that that space last week, and then it's just kind of like having that positive mindset and and you know moving forward or falling forward. And and Grant has has showed me a lot as as far as the manifestations and vision boards. And I think you and you and Grant do a, a talk or a call every Tuesday. And so just having the presence of Grant to show us, you know this is how he's done it. And this is how he's been successful in manifesting. So it's good to hear that, you know, opportunities are, are coming up and, and definitely will be excited for you to share some of that as we get the conversation started today. And Dr. E back again from Atlanta, Georgia. How are you feeling today? Oh my God, I'm black again. I'm feeling good, man. I am, you know, feeling good, feeling great. This is good, man. I thoroughly enjoy um, these conversations. I thoroughly enjoy being in in the conversation with Coach Vince and Grant. And like, you know, I think this whole realm of uh, of like of open therapy and and people are being able to see the work in progress is a whole new like it's a whole new thing to unlock it within someone else because it's 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 it's, it's also so vulnerable but brave at the same time and so i feel good about it going into it knowing that somebody else could watch this and pick something up that that, that they probably weren't thinking or feeling you know and we can motivate them even in the sense where we might be feeling bad about something that's going on in our life but the, the fact that we're talking it out can motivate them to do something better you know and i i feel like that's great so my mental health is good, man. I feel I feel great. I'm focused. I'm focused, man. And uh, yeah, feel good. Definitely appreciate you being here. And to to piggyback off that, just kind of how we've been able to co- cultivate this space of, of vulnerability and sharing our stories. And again, I appreciate all three of y'all for jumping on these calls and 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 try you know working on this project with me because I think it does take a village to create change and that is what we're doing we're we're trying to spread these these messages on different things that we've gone through to help other people so again appreciate y'all so with that being said as we come close to closing out 2022 and moving into 2023 a lot of people start planning whether it be vision boards or just planning out goals as far as what they want for 2023. So we're going to go over to Grant. And I know Grant has talked about manifesting in the past, but for you, Grant, what, what does manifesting mean for, for some of our viewers that don't know? And what does it look like for you as well? Yeah, great question. Um, if you look at definitions, you got Webster's dictionary, you got so many things, you got Google. Um, it, you're going to get different different uh, definitions. For me, it's more so about having a thought in your mind and creating that and bringing it to reality, bringing it into existence. Um, so a lot of us, I, all of us on this podcast is an excellent example. Um, as you're going to see examples later on in the podcast, um, there's times where we have a thought, right? And I think that's what separates a lot of people, like just ordinary people from the dreamers. So a dreamer can see it, and they're a visionary, and then they can see it, and they can see themselves doing it, and then they work towards it, that goal, that vision that they have, and bring it into existence, and um, I was just watching a podcast with, uh, what's his name, Anthony O'Neill, I believe, 
and he was talking about part about being a man and that's his definition uh they were talking about being a builder and so being that masculine energy energy is allowing your thoughts to become reality so finding ways to bring what you want and your desires into uh your existence and your dimension uh would be my definition of manifestation so a perfect example is saying um using affirmations i'm really big on that say you're working your nine to five uh say you want to become partner or something with the corporation working saying i'm going to get a raise using the word i am it's speaking it into existence and so a lot of people um read a lot of books on manifestation and affirmations and law of attraction um i believe a lot of it is just reprogramming your subconscious mind and changing the way you think. So if you watch these podcasts, I'm always going to talk about your self-awareness and watch the way you speak because your words are very powerful. Um, so the more we're going to dive into this podcast, uh, I'm going to be talking more about different ways you can speak things into existence. Man, I appreciate that that thorough explanation on manifesting because there are people that have heard about it, but it's just like, what does it even mean? And what does it even look like? Um, to sticking with you, I, I'm I'm just curious to know, at what age did you know, like, hey, me manifesting is actually working for me in the things that I'm trying to do, bro. Um, <laughs> all glory to the Most High, man. Like, um, even as a kid, bro, I didn't really understand what was going on, but there's something about tapping into that childlike energy. So when you're a kid, you like have this knowing this intuition um of just knowing what you're supposed to do and when you listen to kids um especially before they get indoctrinated and dogma all this stuff with school when they're at a younger age they just have the sense of knowing um for a long time i was called the luckiest person like in my family and church um highly favored everything if it's a school drawing for like a new tv my name's always getting pulled you know so i think as a kid i could imagine me being or receiving i can i'm a visionary you know so i could see it happening to me and the more strong that desire is in your heart and the more you envision it and you can see it the more possibilities and the more um probability of you are going to achieve that goal so um <laughs> in church i would always win i would always be blessed and highly favored uh, my parents would say grant up everyone in your family you get the most blessings the most because i believe it comes with a mindset uh, so once again, reprogramming your mind and just thinking of it. Um, if you can think it, you can achieve it. Um, so it's one of those things, too, where your mind has to be strong enough and you have to believe in yourself and actually see it. So um, I'm sure Vince can attest to that being an entertainer like myself. So so what I'm hearing is the next time I go to the boat, I need to be taking you with me because yes, that, 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 <laughs> that, that lucky energy. Before you step on that <laughs> boat, say, I'm going to come out better than I came on. That's all you got to like, just right there, man. Speak it. I love it. The going, going to events and, and obviously with manifestation, it looks different for everybody throughout your career, where and how have you manifested the things that you've wanted in order to get the things that you've wanted? Oh my goodness. Can we shout out to Professor Grant right now? I was, I was, like, I had such a short answer for that. I was like, yo, it's bringing your dreams to life, man. He went into the, to the, the Webster dictionary. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought that was very well said. Uh, places that I've manifested stuff in my life. Uh, I would say definitely, definitely personal stuff as well, but mainly, mainly career. I'm a very career oriented person. So uh, once I learned 
about like the like the secret, the law of attraction itself, like manifesting, visualizing. Once I realized the importance of those things, uh, and even when I was discovering for the first time, I, I started putting them to practice. Uh, probably throughout college, I didn't focus on them as much, but after leaving college, literally everything from the moment I graduated till today has been uh, manifested in some way, shape, or form. There's, and you know, it's it's interesting. Grant had mentioned like you know, seeing it or or feeling it at a young age. And then, you know, you mentioned it as far as college and then after college. And I know that you've done some some works with, with some pretty big organizations. And so can you go a little bit deeper into that when you were working with those specific organizations? And if you can name those specific organizations, because I think it's important for viewers to know where we've been because it's one of those things if there is somebody younger watching or somebody that may be tracking on the same journey as you like hey this can actually happen all right all right well first off i've said this a number of times i'm currently manifesting being on the circle so if it's not season six then season seven whatever season is going to end up being i'm keeping it keeping it up here and in the universe i'll put that out there as often as possible uh in terms of manifestation and my career, I think I know what you're getting at. You want me to tell the people that I've made it to the NBA is what I think that's what you're you're trying to get to get at. If I haven't said that before, uh, I'm really big on shout out to my guy Les Brown, one of my my favorite mentors. Uh, I think a quote of his is uh, "Shoot for the moon, always aim for the moon, and if you miss, at least you'll land somewhere among the stars." So for a very, very long time, I knew that I was going to move to Los Angeles. I knew that I was going to be part of my future. I'm an entertainer. People keep telling me I should go to Hollywood. Here I am today, living in Hollywood. Uh, didn't know exactly how it was going to happen or what it was going to be that took me there. But I will say a few years ago, I started, man, well, I'll take it all the way back. When I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings, serving some wings back in the day, uh, I walked out, I don't know if I shared this story here before, I walked out into the dining room and saw Nick Cannon hosting the NBA All-Star Game uh, on the big screen. And I was like, didn't know you could host a basketball game. So that that blew my mind initially. And that was a goal. That was immediately a goal. Nick Cannon was already somebody I looked up to for most of my life anyway. That was immediately a goal for me. I can do that. I can do that. So I'll probably talk more about this later, but first part of manifesting is self-awareness like i saw myself hosting the all-star game as well still haven't made it there but i'm still manifesting um but that was me shooting for the moon you know so shortly after that once i started hosting and making money hosting consistently and going on tours and stuff like that uh i started telling people i'm gonna be an mc for the la lakers that's what i'm gonna do that is how i'm gonna i'm gonna get into into the business uh i started studying lots and lots of NBA MCs trying to figure out where they came from, what experience they had, uh, you know, what else they do, and picked up a lot of research probably for like five years of studying along that path, uh, along that path, part of part of the law of attraction. Uh, people want to attract, but you got to have the action in there as well. Uh, I was I was literally making myself out to be someone that looks like they should be in the NBA. I had to lose some weight, you know what I'm saying? So I looked good for TV, whatnot. Uh, I also started working for different uh, different sports companies. 
So uh, the first the first one being uh, a tour, because I was already into tours. Shout out to my cruise ship directors. Uh, I was already looking into hitting the road in some way, shape, or form. The first opportunity that took me out of the Bronx was the world-famous Harlem Wizards. Uh, so that was what I used to, uh, one, get me into a basketball entertainment realm, and two, get to hang around professional basketball players and try to understand more about how they operate and also, it was a big check towards uh, a resume that looked like it should be in the NBA. So that was that was a huge goal for me. Uh, shortly after that, I worked for a couple uh, other professional sporting teams, other random sporting events. Uh, shout out to Rugged Maniac. I was able to host their festival for a while. Uh, still doing it. Love Rugged Maniac. Uh, I worked for a, a minor league baseball team uh, called the Somerset Patriots in New, in New Jersey. That is now a uh, an affiliate of the New York Yankees. So technically, I worked for the Yankees as a kid from the Bronx. Shout out! Um, and uh, also got a job as the in arena host for Seton Hall's basketball team. So all these things were like me putting myself out there to say, "Hey, look, I deserve to be working for a professional team." And technically, I was at the point, but the NBA was the goal. Uh, I still wanted to work for Lakers. Uh, I knew I had to make my manifestation stronger. So I got in contact with an MC who's from New York. Shout out to Frenchie, who uh, Grant knows as well. Uh, I've been following him on social media for a while. He only worked with the, the Harlem Globetrotters for a year. And I was on my third year with the, with the Harlem Wizards. Same job, same idea, just the Harlem Globetrotters are a little bit bigger. So it looks a bigger check on the, uh, on the resume for getting into the NBA. So he had been MCing for the Clippers for a couple of years. And he also worked for the LA Sparks, WNBA team. Uh, so I came out to LA. Uh, I also hired a PR person that lived out here uh, to basically give me the run through and show me what it was like to be a celebrity. So that was me taking my manifestation to the max. I had you know the paparazzi treatment, hanging out in clubs with celebrities and stuff like that. And I was like, this is this is kind of cool, but also kind of trash. So I know where I'm supposed to be at. I know I'm not supposed to be a super superstar, which is cool, which is cool. But I'm totally cool. I'm a very like uh, personable person. And I like my peace and quiet too. So I know I don't have to be out in clubs and stuff because that's not, that's not who I am. Uh, so to make this long story shorter, uh, eventually, you know, hanging out with Frenchie at, the, at Staples Center, I got to be in the place that I wanted to work. The uh, floor was painted uh, purple and gold, the colors of the LA Sparks, but also the Lakers. Uh, and I literally, I have this on my Instagram page. If you go and look through my highlights, uh, I literally asked them, can we go onto the court? Went onto the court and I just needed to touch. I just needed to touch the ground. I was like, I need to feel this with my own hands. And I said, I know it's possible now. He's like, you've been on so many different courts all around the country. I was like, but this is the one that I've been manifesting. This is the one. This is it right here. So I touched the court in Staples Center and I knew it had to come true. Uh, shortly after that, the Lakers did not respond to any of my uh, any of my applications. But uh, Frenchie gave me a call one day and said, the Clippers are looking for somebody. I think you're the guy. And I, I was the guy. It eventually happened. I worked in Staples Center uh, shortly before COVID started. So even if it was only for a very short amount of time, I know for a fact that I completely manifested my future in that moment. And that's that's what I want to do. And I'm going to keep doing it because it works. Wow. I, I don't even, wow. Just hearing everything that you've gone through 
and the opportunities that you've gotten, that's that's one thing. But then the action that you had to put behind all of the things that you were doing. And I think a lot of times people forget that, yeah, you can manifest things, but unless you actually put the action behind it, it's not going to happen. And for you, that is, I mean, you laid it out for anybody listening or watching like, hey, this is the, this was the blueprint if that's somebody's path. But the key point you put in there is you have to put action behind it because without action, you have, you have nothing. It's, it's almost like when you plant a seed, it, it, you have to give it water. And if you don't give it water, it's not going to bloom. And so for your career, you've continually given your career water by doing and by moving. And I think that is one of the bigger keys is you can't just stay put in, you, you can't stay in place. You have to constantly be working. And we've talked about it in previous episodes, kind of having that ditty energy of, you know, you got to be a savage with, with some of the things that you're doing because nobody's going to come to your front door and say, hey, Vince, we have this opportunity with the LA Clippers or the LA Lakers. It's like you were out there, you were doing. So I commend you for all that hard work that you put in because without that hard work, and we often hear, you know, people that have made it, they said, you know, it was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears before I actually got to my my goal or my dream. And and I have full faith that, you know, everything that you're pushing for, everything that you're manifesting will happen. And I'm going to make a prediction. It's going to happen in 2023. So so that's that's also the thing. We we speak things into existence. So with with that being said, going over to to Dr. E and similar question that I that I asked Vince as far as what did what has manifestation look like throughout your career? Because I know that you've had some pretty big opportunities. So I'd like you to kind of elaborate on those opportunities and how manifestation helped you get those opportunities or be in a position to be able to take advantage of those opportunities um it's so funny man just when it's happening you're not aware of it's happening until hindsight and that's always the other thing now what's becoming more uh, is becoming more cognizant is that when you're manifesting being present in the manifestation right you know there i can't remember the fable you know, verbatim, but they're like, if you're focusing on the past and, and you're not living for today, and if you're living in the future, then you're missing out on the now. That Whatever that fable is, whatever that quote is, you know, it's kind of like one of those things. And so all of my childhood, my mom has always told me, you always got something to say. You always got something to say. Like from, like from, from a little boy, you always talking, you always got something to say class I used to get in trouble for talking in class you know I'd just be talking now I get paid to talk in class and that's one of my favorite things to say right because I do get paid to talk in class and and people are like man how are you so quick with it I'm like my mom always told me I had something to say and she may have been saying it negatively at that time but it's the truth man my wit is always it's going because I always got something to say and it's not and she may have meant it as like negatively then but it's turned out into a positive manifestation in my life today which I find is very positive for me, and I took that. And, it's, and that's the same thing of taking something negative that you could think is negative and going back. And that's the same thing of, of being of trying to be more aware of when you are saying things that you are speaking in manifestation. So fast forward, uh, I was literally in high school. I was hosting all the uh, hosting all the events, pep rallies, 
you know, I always had something to say. I was voted most unforgettable. I was like, when I went to school, I was like, listen, I know I'm going to be on TV. So I need to, I need to get ready. I know that's what I want to do. I'm, I'm going to be on television. So I, uh, I started getting ready and, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do on TV. I know I'm going to act. I know, I know I'm going to do this, but I didn't know the avenue at the time. So I was just like, okay, cool. So I started the news and um, I was working at a television station, started interning there. And I was like, I'll be there. Then I was on the news like super fast. People were like, oh my God, that was fast. I've ever seen my news. I was like, okay, cool. I didn't know. I'm just going through. This is just what I said to myself, right? After that, they had this thing for the Georgia lottery. And I was like, I'll just go down. I'll probably make it. I'll host the lottery. And then I'll just go back to school, right? I go out for the audition. And the next day, I make it to the top 2,500. And my face is in the paper. Out of 4,700 people, it could be you. And I'm one of the dudes standing in line on my phone. Everybody's like, is this you? And I'm like, yeah. So next thing you know, I make it to the next 250, and the next 20, top 25. Then I make it to the top five, and I actually get to read the lottery on the news. And for those who are not familiar with the lottery in Georgia, one of their biggest things is that they um, give money for those who go to school. So it's like scholarships, all that stuff. So they were like, the, the CEO's secondhand lady was like, so what do you do when you're not hosting the lottery like at this you know, I don't, and I'm giggling I'm like <laughs> well I'm in college she was like what and at that moment I wish I had just not said anything in my life I wish because I first of all I didn't want to go to college and, and don't let my mama hear this because you know that would break her heart but I'm glad I went but I went because you know she was like you need to go to school I was like yes ma'am I'm going to school but I knew everything I had to do in the world I wouldn't need that particular set of skill and training to do what I need to do anyway I was in school and I ended up not winning. Um, and right before it happened, the lady, she was like, you got to finish school. And I could have Hulk rage smashed out of that thing. Cause I'm like, what? So now whenever I come home, my mom's like, I'm not watching the lottery, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mom, don't worry about it. It just wasn't, that wasn't for me at the time. Then I started working on cruise ships and, and uh, I had never heard of cruise wrecking before. A friend of mine was like, dog, that's your job. You need to be a cruise wrecker. That is you. I went straight to, the, I went online, did thing, put in an application. You know what I'm saying? They called me like, hello, Everson. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Uh, I, I, we got your name here. We're looking for you to be a cruise director, blah, blah, blah. So we went down, went out for the interview. I'm shortening this story up. Go there. I get on the ship. I'm like, all right, cool. I can be a cruise director. They're like, well, you have to kind of put in some time. I'm like, listen, guys, there's time and there's talent. I got talent. I put the time in if y'all acknowledge my talent, but it ain't going to be the other way. So I had been working on a cruise ship for like three and a half months, I got promoted to assistant cruise director. They're like, dang, that was the fastest promotion we ever seen. I was like, yeah, well, I didn't really come here to be assistant cruise director. I came here to be cruise director. And so they was like, you should be happy where you're at. And I'm like, that's not what I came here to do. You know what I'm saying? Kind of situation. So near two and a half, I'm at two and a half year mark. And so I'm like, listen, if I don't make cruise director by this, I'm chucking up the juice I'm going back to TV. And they was like, hey, we need you to fill in for three Three weeks. Three weeks turned into three months. Three months turned into six months. And I've been a cruise director. And they was like, yo. And then then it hit me. People was like shaking my hand. Hey, you the first black cruise director I've ever seen. Ain't ever seen another black cruise director. You know, I, and, and I didn't think anything of it because I didn't know anything about the industry. Somebody told me I was going to be a cruise director. And I said, I'm going to be a cruise director because that's what I'm going to do. And that was just it. And so now I'm on the ship. And I still want to make TV. I'm like, I want to be on TV. I'm like, these are my skills. They didn't have anything on the network. I said, I want to do a show. 
for the this is what I do. This is my strong suit. It was like, eh, no. So I made my own commercials. The commercials got taken down. That's another story we had to talk about offline. So we had to do that, right? So anyway, commercials got taken down, but they was running. Everybody loved them. So then that got them funding to shoot the show, which is Crew Confidentials, which is on every uh, ship in the fleet. And you can go on my face of beater. And that was the only thing on the TV for like a year, two years that they had. Now they got other things that they get. So I was a cornerstone of the entertainment on television. And every Q&A, people would come to me and say, so what are you doing? I was like, they was like, what's your goal? I'm like, well, my goal is to be the face uh, in your living room. And I'd be like, not if I broke in your house, but like, you know what I'm saying? If you was to say, what, what's going on tonight? Let me turn, let's turn everything on. I'm like, not turn me on, but if you turn the TV on, you see me on the TV, you know, or in your phones. And so then next thing you know, I'm like, oh, Netflix is banging. Let me, I need to get on Netflix. I'm going to be on Netflix. And I didn't know at the time that, that, you know, I was applying for something. I was going to be on Netflix and it was a circle and the circle was on Netflix. It didn't really say what the show was. It was kind of like, and I went out there. And so now I am a face in the living room. They can turn me on and say, what's Everson doing tonight? And they can really look at me on their phone. And so it's like little things like that. Now in manifestation, you have to be very specific. I said, I'm being a Marvel and DC movie. I got a close up in Black Adam, right? But I, I should have been like, I need to have a role in <laughs> DC, right? And then I'm in, I'm in, in Jabari tribe. In, in Black Panther 2, Wakanda Velma, but I'm in the background because I missed the second thing because I was on SC, so I couldn't come back. So, you know, Nemo had me out there. Anyway, you got to be very specific with your manifestation. So now I'm getting more specific in the manifestation, but literally everything that's happened, I said, I want to talk. I want to travel and get paid to talk. I want to talk to make people happy, and I, and I want to have fun. So now it's like I'm really focusing on, like, okay, gosh, I've seen this. How do I need to fix my words to fix my future, you know? Ooh, you you and Vance got this podcast on fire right now because <laughs> just man, I, I and I got goosebumps right now just listening to the both of you how powerful manifesting is. But you mentioned something specific. You have to be specific when you are manifesting because it's very easy to say, well, in 2023, I want to be a millionaire. But that's that's broad. Like, what are you going to do to become a millionaire? And, and similar to you, you said, hey, I want to be on the face or I want to be in your living room. And you got these opportunities. But like you said, it wasn't specific enough. And so with that being said, I'm going to ask the both of y'all. Did you ever. At any point through your process, feel discouraged while you were also manifesting because that's something that's real we'll start over with vince of course man of course that's the easiest thing to do is be discouraged when uh when you know obstacles come your way uh do you need specific examples of discouragement or just the fact that it happened <laughs> let me know hey let's go tapping off of what dr e said let's be specific let's be specific I will I will say that not only not only because you know we're trying to help people here so not only will you be discouraged in your in your journey and uh, also I, I must I must include that that process of me seeing Nick Cannon on that TV to me making it to the to the NBA is probably like seven eight years in between most likely just putting that out there I always tell people if you have a real dream that you want to achieve it could take ten. Still haven't hosted the All-Star game yet, but we got a couple more years. We'll see what comes. Uh, but yeah, uh, there's been stuff like I was homeless in, in between the time that, uh, that you know, going for the NBA for a short amount of time. Uh, also, there's going to be options where 
it's like side missions almost is something that I like to I like to consider it uh, because there will be things that distract you from going after this dream as well. Most of them are going to be jobs, money, or girls uh, or lovers. I will say in this case, um, just because just because you know those are things that appeal to us. Those are things that you know as a human being can take you off track, and they're appealing. You can't lie. Uh, I will say also that before before joining uh, the Harlem Wizards, I was at a place where I had gotten let go from two jobs, and I was trying to decide if I wanted to continue as a host or if I wanted to continue working in a restaurant because I knew it was easy money. I lived up the block from my IHOP, and Craigslist wasn't responding to me. Indeed, LinkedIn wasn't responding to me, and I was like, they got horrible service in there. I would kill if I worked in this IHOP up the block. I know I can make $200, $300 a day, easy, and I'd be set. But the thing is, and luckily, you know, mentors is what it is, but it's just a friend that I worked with that had been in the restaurant business. He told me, you stay in this business, you're not going to get out. It's going to be a very, very long time before you get out. And you're always going to be trying to find a way to make that same amount of cash in that short amount of time. Now, luckily, shortly after... Uh, after leaving Buffalo Wild Wings, or even while I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, I was making $200, $300 a night hosting weddings, realizing, oh, snap, people are tipping me. I don't have to get down on my hands and knees and scrub anything or serve food or have people turn it back or call a manager. Like I'm just being myself in front of people. So I will say uh, discouragements and distractions are the things that, uh, that will stop you uh, from achieving the things that you want to achieve. But it's all about it's all about keeping that mentality, keeping the mentality of the fact that yes, I know this is what I'm meant to do. Uh, like Everson said, sometimes you'll have outside people say, "Oh yeah, you should go for that." Uh, for me, it was also the outside the outside factor of people saying, "Oh, I feel like this is what you were born to do." Is kind of what kept me uh, kept my head on straight, as in like, well, if other people see it, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, I got to, I gotta continue. So that was that was something that was that was real for me. So shout out to anybody that sees the gifts that we have to offer as well. And I think there's something to be said about that is if, if you can, if, if you can envision it in your head, then it's possible. And if, if you don't have belief in that, you will allow different distractions to knock you off course of whatever it is. So your faith in, in what you're doing, your, your confidence in what you're doing and your vision has to be so strong that any type of negativity or distraction is, is just kind of side noise. And I think a lot of people do have many distractions that, that go on in their own lives to where they had the potential but then take advantage of it because of all these other things going on. Um, Dr. E, when you were manifesting and, and even some of the opportunities that you've had so far, was there any point that you were discouraged because things weren't happening quick enough when you were manifesting? Oh, absolutely. 222%. Um, you're going to be discouraged. The, the, what they don't tell you is that you be like, oh, this is what's going to happen. What they don't tell you, what God won't tell you, is how it's going to happen, the path it's going to happen on, and and what we and uh you know infinite knowledge <laughs> will say is that oh it's going to happen, this is the only way it's going to happen, and if it's not happening that way, you like, but that's not what I planned, but that ain't what you said. You said you wanted this to happen. You did not describe the plan, and for you to sit up and try to, uh, you know be very meticulous with how it's supposed to go 
then you'll drive yourself absolutely crazy, right? Like, so when I was working at a television station, we used to go and cover this uh, festival. It's called the Blues and Jazz Festival here in, uh, in Decatur. And um, I grew up every weekend going over my dad's, and he played this guy named Simon on the radio. And um, Simon was supposed to come out and host the festival. And so I had been working at a television station maybe, I guess, a, a year at that time, and they were having the festival. And one of the guys that worked in art, he drove by me on his little go-kart. He was like, hey, you better go on stage because uh, the host is late. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. He's like, you laughing? I'm serious. And just sped off. And so now I'm like, what? I'm about to go on stage. I'm like, okay. So now I'm in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, fine. So if you're first time hosting a live event, like I've hosted other live events, but you know, at that time I was only, it was only on television. I record in front of, and then we edited it. And then it's, it's on, it's on to the world, but in a room, maybe 300, 600 people, right? This was a 7,000 people like venue. And, and they was like, we want you to host it. And they trusted me. And so I went up there and I walked out on stage and that was it. And I was like, how can I, impact them and this and i've taken this and taken it everywhere that i've gone whenever i would step on stage how can i impact everybody in a way that i can go home with them not you know follow them home but i want to touch their heart like i can't give everybody a hug i can't shake everybody's hand i can't give everybody a trinket so i have to give them something that they can take that's a part of me that they can take home with them so i always give them i try to make sure that everyone's in on a particular memory that they go and so I would go blues and jazz. That's what I did, right? And I was teaching. And so I had them singing blues and jazz every time. So I took that little riff and I've, I've made it and I've manifested and I've twisted it up. Now I got the morning song and all this other stuff. And from that moment, somebody, when I came out, they were like, man, I think you found your niche, man. I was like, what? And, and that's it. And T.D. Jakes, I remember listening to T.D. Jakes. He was like, sometimes we are unable to see our own glow our brightness because we are too close other people can see your brightness because it's shining brighter to them you can't always see your brightness because you're not looking at your reflection and to you you're used to it and so i look back at those moments and people like confirming things for me you know i'm like oh man i, I could have been doing this the whole time and had no clue and then i get up there and it's literally like walking and it's one of the best beautiful blessings that, that I've gotten here. But when you hone into what you really want within the industry, like like, like Vincent's like, oh, I want to do the All-Star Game. It's like, if you haven't got to the All-Star Game, you're like, dang, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Yeah, but you ain't where you thought you was going to be yesterday either. And you got to remember that part. It's like, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. And it's like, relish in this part to get to the next part. So when it does happen, it's there. And, I, and I've had this conversation about somebody... Um, my ex asked me, she said, would you, if you could wake up, you know, at 50 years from, I mean, you're 50 years old or, and you got, and you've already made it, you got all this money, or would you rather go on the journey from now? And I said, no, I would want, I would need to have the memory of being able to see it change, not just the overnight, but to be able to really appreciate from when I was here and you know and, and and i thought that i wasn't gonna be at host so i was like nah i'm done and then i'm still going 
so that when I am 50 with all this other stuff and, and the things I've accomplished and being able to touch those lives, then I can really appreciate it. So discouragement is a part of it. But manifestation is manifesting. It's not manifesting the journey that you have to get there. Your manifestation is the end point. And people forget that. They think it's like, oh, well, that means it'll go exactly how I see it in my mind. It won't. That's the most humbling experience. That's when God laughs at you. <laughs> Luckily, we and know it, how to laugh. So, you know. It, it, and that's the part. There's, I think there's quotes like as far as the journey to success is never a, a direct line because we know, you know, on your journey, you may be going down the roadway and you may veer off down an alleyway because that is the the energy and, and what you're being attracted towards. And and I think one piece that people need to understand is you also have to be realistic with what you're manifesting. You have to manifest where you're at right now. So what I mean by that is you can't manifest as if you were 10 years down the road. You can have a vision for it, but it's it's one of those things to where, you know, if I'm manifesting today that I want to do X, Y, Z in the future, I can have a vision for it, but I can't say, you know, I want those things right now because you may not be in a position or you may not have enough experience to allow those manifestations to happen. So it's kind of one of those things you have to slowly grow and craft and hone in on your skill before you get to that end goal. Um, so, so being realistic with, with those, with those manifestations is important, but you know, it's, it's, it's okay to, to dream. And, and I think it's important for people to know that if you are manifest something that you can't feel, that it's not like in your soul that's driving you towards, it may not be the correct path for you. So, so it's always important to write things down on, on paper as well, because then you have a clear understanding of what it is that you're wanting and where you are going. It's similar to, you know, taking a vacation to Florida and just driving down there without GPS you don't know where you're going. So it's very easy to get sidetracked and go on a completely different path that not, may not be for you. So going over to, to Grant, and I know Grant is the king at law of attraction. Like <laughs> we, we have some conversations sometimes. And even earlier in the conversation, Grant had mentioned that people in church, like you're the luckiest person that I know. And I've seen it firsthand. I've been in person with Grant. I was like, yo, like, how did how did that happen, man? How how did that happen? I've been around him also when other people are like, dude, Grant, you are so lucky, man. You are so lucky. How did you do it? So going, I want Grant, I want you to tap into what law of attraction means, because I think a lot of people also, similar to manifestation, people have heard about law of attraction, but they don't may not completely know what it means so what does it mean for you or what do you what is your definition of law of attraction yeah for sure and first off shout out to dr e and vince right here like they are literally the proof everybody watching right now that your dreams can come true like literally you have especially in the black community i feel like there's like a not a lot of us examples we got like what will smith denzel kevin Hart, you know, but like literally these people are just like us and they're coming from similar backgrounds and putting in the work and they are making their dreams come true so just i want to give a shout out to the kings right here uh for me law of attraction 
is in terms of, first off, it's a universal law and there's 11 universal laws. Uh, we don't have time to get into all of them, but uh, definitely look into the Kabbalion. Um, it talks about universal laws. Uh, with law of attraction, I think a lot of people think uh, there's a lot of misconceptions with it. Um, people think I just say something that I want and it comes to me. With law of attraction, you have to be very careful. Like we were talking about earlier, you have to be very specific in what you say. Um, when you're talking to the universe, you're talking to God, whoever that higher source is to you personally, you have to be very specific. Um, when you use law of attraction, make sure that you're not using the word want. When, when you, The reason I say don't use the word want is because when you say I want something, it's showing the universe or God that you are lacking something, right? So I think a lot of people are like, I want to be a billionaire. And that's where the sense of gratitude really helps you manifest faster. When you just take the time to understand what you already have, what are you grateful for? Um, a lot of people live in third world countries where they don't have clean water, you know, maybe just waking up today and just starting your day with gratitude. Like, man, I'm so grateful that I have a nice apartment. I, I'm grateful that I grew up in America where I can have freedom of speech. Um, these are things that we can tap in to make sure that you bring in the law of attraction to work in your favor. Um, one thing I will say, uh, growing up is like we were talking about earlier, you have to see it. So for my story, I won't get into it long because we're not that much time on the podcast, but, um, like Vince's story, and this is why you have to surround yourself with people that understand you. Um, back five years ago, I had auditioned for the Boston Celtics, right? And I'm the youngest one in this group right here. So I did my little thing with Boston Celtics. I went to the audition, made the top 25, doing my thing. But, you know, I had a little bit of experience, but not enough. Didn't make it, you know. But I, I met the guy that got the job and allowed me to learn from him, you know. So I think a lot of people get discouraged when they don't manifest right away, right? Um, same thing with Dr. E. This is how we're all connected with these people. I was on Carnival as well, and I got Employee of the Month. So knowing that I got hired from like carnival. I was like, man, I want to be the best I can be. I'm looking, I'm studying these people. You know, you got to study greatness. So I was looking at Matt Mitchum. I was looking at Dr. E's Instagram, you know, reaching out to people. And that's how you meet these people that have done it before you. So you have to understand that it takes a lot of work. You're not going to be able to manifest quickly right away. But once you start using gratitude and understanding like, wow, this person has done this, let me see what I can take from him and learn from him and learn from my mistakes and grow bigger. Um, one thing I will say, absolutely, affirmations change my effing life. If you guys haven't already, look up the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I kid you not, literally writing down your affirmation, speaking it three times a day, have it on your vision board. Because without vision, I, I, I come from church, so uh, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, without vision, the people will perish. So you definitely need to have that vision set in stone. Um, so vision boards are very key when you're attracting uh, things that you want in your life. Um, honestly, I think after the pandemic, that's when I started reading that book. And I was like, yo, I said, I'm making this amount of money within this month every single light week, whatever, right? I would say it every day. And the funny part is, I shout out to Dati. He understands. You don't understand manifestation while it's happening. So I think at one point, me and Kendrick, me and you talked about it so many times. I said, I probably, I don't know. It was like a long time ago. I was saying I wanted to make like $2,500 with Grant Jones Entertainment, right? And I kept on doing it. And it got to the point where I'm like, hey, Kendrick, I was looking at it the other day, man. Like, I'm making $2,500 a month. But I'm making more actually now. So the manifestation, when you're practicing these goals, 
it's literally like getting you to the point where you're doing it so much you forget about what you're asking for because it comes a part of you, it becomes second nature. So understanding manifestation and learning about yourself, being self-aware and using the words that you're speaking uh, will really help you manifest what you want. So sorry, that's a lot, but I, I, I just get so passionate about it because it's just one of those things where your heart desire, like if you really want something in life, you are going to fail. Like I get in my Will Smith, you have to fail. You know what I mean? So uh, Will Smith has the quote, fail fast and fail forward. So just understand where you're at in life and understand it's not going to be easy. Your manifestation's not going to come the way you want it to do. And you're going to have to go through that hero's journey to get those manifestations out in your life. So and I want, I got to hop on this because as you say it, People want to manifest so bad. And when they're saying it, they no one ever thinks that the failure is a part of the manifestation. No one ever no one ever respects it then because they're not paying attention. And without clarity of what you want, you gotta be able to pay attention. Like it's so many bad things that have happened that can happen. And people hate when you're this completely optimistic person where you're like, oh, but there is a there's a green, there's a greener side or there's a good side. They'd be like, nah, dog, bump all that, bro. You know what I'm saying? They want to get mad. But if you really in it, you focus on what's happening, you're like, hey, this is an opportunity. And everything is an opportunity. Yes. Like even if like when you're going when people at work and they te they teach you this in business and leadership. To not say that's a problem, they say here's an opportunity, an opportunity to get something better, an opportunity to grow, because they want to make sure that they're manifesting like growth in those sectors. And when you talk about it like that, like how to manifest, it's real. And then it's and it's, it's it's great. I'm gonna talk to you about them eleven, about them eleven manifest. We're gonna get <laughs> yes, all fired about them. Numerology, so tap in. <laughs> and I want to go. I want grant and and i know those in powerful words from the from the both of you i want to go back to grant because you mentioned there were was there you said 12 or or 16 i can't remember the ex specific number but can you tap into maybe a couple of those law of attraction yeah, um pieces sure. just so the viewers and listeners have an idea yeah so there's like 11 universal laws um maybe 12 and you know it's it's, it's one of those things where you have to study it i could be wrong um but in terms of uh, there's law of correspondence, there's law of compensation, there's law of polarity. So um, do your own research. I would encourage you to do that. But um, just understanding, for instance, um, law of compensation. And if you read the book by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, there's times where you might have a nine to five job and you're putting in the work and, um, you know, you're not getting paid your value. And he talks about the benefits of just going above and beyond because one is going to build character two um you're going to always reap what you sow so there's never going to be a time where you're putting too much in and you're not going to get it back um so it's one of those things too where just understand that you're good a good deed doesn't go undone like you're always going to get reward the universe god wherever you tap into always is going to have your back so it's in your best benefit to go above and beyond because what's going to happen is you're like you know what this person might be a little bit more qualified, but Grant's always coming into work like 15 minutes before. He's always on time. He's always polishing off. He's always staying after. That's the kind of person I want to be on my team and lead this corporation rather than some guy that's like a, you know, an asshole or something, but he's qualified, but he only shows up when he needs to. He doesn't go above and beyond. So really understanding that 
failure is the best teacher in life. And it's so hard for so many people to attest and resonate with that because it's frustrating. You know, like nobody wants to fail. Nobody wants to feel like they're insignificant. Um, but, you know, I think the quote is a winner is just a loser that just got back up and tried again. You know, look at Michael Jordan, for instance, like, you know, how many times he had to fail to get to the finals, you know, and, and win, you know, like how many times did he fail in the playoffs? But, you know, he had to learn. I can't score the ball like I want to. I have to learn how to work as a team and get my team where it needs to be to get those championships, get those chips. So um, once again, uh, look into the uh, universal laws. Um, you can find more on, on YouTube. Uh, the Kabbalion is a great book to read. Um, and when you're ready, just tap in. We're here for it. numerology. Uh, we always do personal years and everything like that. Look up your life path number. Um, but all this that I speak of, it's just self-awareness. Um, when I was in college, I had to go to psychology because before I could learn sociology and learn how other people's minds work, I have to learn about myself. You know, how do I function? And once you can understand yourself, you can start managing yourself and um, you can really start manifesting a lot with, through that. So self-knowledge is key if you want to be successful because you're always going to work on yourself. 100%. And, and I think the piece of when we talk about law of attraction is people are working towards whether it be manifesting or attracting something but like you said you have to know yourself but even more important is you have to work on yourself and heal yourself because as human beings we have different vibrational frequencies at which we are at and in my personal opinion somebody that is not healed or or has some type of trauma you are vibrating at a different frequency. And so that frequency is oftentimes going to attract somebody else that is in that similar space as you, generally speaking. So when, when you heal, you can thrive. So you don't have to worry about surviving. So healing is a route to thriving versus not healing and just trying to survive and those are two separate and completely different vibrational frequencies at which somebody can be at and so it is so important to actually do the work on yourself before you start trying to attract certain things into your life because trying to work towards the gold when you haven't been healed because eventually when you get the gold those same issues that you've already been going through are going to show up at that point of your life so are you truly going to be happy when you attract those certain things into your life so that i think is a must for anybody who is manifesting and trying to attract certain things into your life is you have to do the work on yourself and you have to heal because when you get to that end goal, the fruit is so much sweeter when you get there. Going to, as like I said, as we close out 2022, going into 2023, going back to Grant, what are one or two action items that people can take into wanting to try to manifest or attract certain things into their lives? So I'm going to kindly uh, reframe the wording that you're using because we always talk about speaking. Uh, so we're not trying. We're actually doing it. We're actually working it. So right there, uh, number one right there, you spoke it into existence, uh, changing your vocabulary. Uh, be careful the way you speak to yourself. Uh, I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight or I am moving in a direction where I'm going to look better for myself. Um, having a vision board, um, that's one thing me and Vince always talk about, 
Once again, you got to see where you're going. Um, understanding on my vision board, even when I was a kid, man, I had one of those little uh, echo microphones you tap into. And uh, my parents always said, like, you're going to use that microphone one day, you know. And so um, as a kid, I've always wanted to be a game show host. Um, and now I have my own company uh, doing my live and virtual game show. So um, literally, I have a picture. Literally, I can pull it up right now if you wanted to. We'll put in the post. We'll put in a picture of my uh, camera right here. It's a picture of Wayne Brady uh, on Let's Make a Deal, you know. So it's a constant reminder of me, like, where do I want to go? So uh, having a vision board, working on affirmations, speaking things into existence, um, and really being kind to yourself, too. Like Dr. E said, and you were saying, too, Kendrick, um, things are going to happen in life. That's just life. Um, life is the greatest teacher. Um, you're going to fail. You're going to succeed. But when you succeed, it feels good. You know what I mean? It feels good when you win because you've lost so many times. Like I love, uh, I'm a big Laker fan, Jerry West. I believe he was telling Shaquille O'Neal, he went to the finals so many times. Like he lost to the Celtics, like maybe, I don't know, more than six times in a row or something like that. And he finally got back in that one championship, that one. He got it. So uh, when you get that one thing in your life, you're going to want more. So uh, success is not the destination, as we all can attest to it. It's a part of the journey. You're always going to want more. Um, so just be mindful, be kind, and be kind to yourself when things don't happen. Um, five years ago, I'm a different grant. And that's the next thing I would say. Last thing, always level up. Uh, the new version of you is going to require a new you. You know, if you want to get to the next level, like uh, Vince, he understands if he wants to be on the circle, he's going to have to put up that circle energy. You know what I mean? Dr. E, if he wants to be in Wakanda, he has to tighten up that resume and be like, all right, <laughs> let's speak it into existence. I need a lead role now. So um, understanding that every time you want to level up and want to get to the next level, it's going to require a new you. So uh, that'd be my mindset. Uh, be careful the way you speak to yourself. Have that vision, uh, have accountability on yourself, and uh, make sure that it's every single day you're working on yourself. So, I appreciate those words, and, and I appreciate how you laid it out because, I mean, it, it's something to where it doesn't have to be complicated. You know, just start off small, make it simple, make it manageable, and then you grow from there. Going over to Vents, what's one or two action items that people can put into play as they work towards or actually do their manifestations in law of attraction in 2023 oh everything grant said um uh i'm glad that you said it doesn't have to be complicated because i'm trying to i was like debating with myself you said you wanted you wanted to be as honest as possible on this podcast i have come up with a formula for manifestation uh to live the best life possible i've shared it with grant before i don't know if i've shared it with you before but this is something i charge people a lot of money to understand, but I'm gonna give it to our viewers. Just make sure y'all give me credit for it when the time comes, all right? It's literally, uh, I realized how, uh, as also as Grant mentioned, like if you're a winner, you're just somebody that has failed a number of times and got back up. I have gone down so many times. I have been defeated, uh, discouraged, as we said, multiple, multiple times, but uh, I couldn't understand fully what it was that made me get back up. So I literally went on a journey of self-analyzation. So uh, again, self-awareness is key. People like, uh, I came up with this idea because I realized that my life was pretty much just going in a cycle, right? So I was like, if the same thing keeps happening, I should be able to do the same things to get back up. And anytime I end up in a place where, I don't know, I feel defeated, I should be able to follow this exact formula to get back to where I need to be. So that's pretty much what happened. Uh, to keep it short, uh, the, the formula is life. 
uh, I came up with my own acronym for L-I-F-E. Uh, L stands for love. So again, if you're as self-aware as possible, like you have to, if you're going for something, if you're manifesting a specific thing, you have to remember why you started. Remember why you fell in love with this specific thing, but also love yourself. Self-love is very important. Love yourself enough to know what has to be done to get to the next level. Uh, I stands for inspiring. You have to inspire yourself. Uh, you have to inspire those around you. I think vision boarding is probably the easiest way to go about doing something like that. For me, the inspiring took place where I was on Instagram typing in hashtag NBA MC and seeing what comes up. You gotta, you gotta inspire yourself because you're not gonna be able to move forward if you're not inspired yourself. Uh, the F stands for face, which is also uh, something that Grant talks about. Uh, just making sure you're building the game face of who it is that you want to be. Uh, again, you're not going to be the same person in the future that you were yesterday, and it's going to require a better version of you or a different and new enhanced version of you to achieve what the future holds. And the E simply stands for energy. If, you, if you're not going to continue, if you're not going to at least think in your mind, I can get back up or I want to get back up, then you're not going to get any further. You're going to stop wherever you, wherever you stay at. You have to keep the same energy that you had when you realized that you fell in love with that thing. That's the cycle, E back to L. Uh, you have to realize you keep that same energy. And again, uh, as Grant mentioned, you have to have that same energy around you too. You got to have some people that are on the same mission or at least believe in your mission long enough for you to get through life. <laughs> Man, I love that. And we'll definitely have to drop that in the show notes because that E well, let's make that a capital E because Yo, there are they're so all capital. Many, they're all capital. <laughs> there, there are so many people that try to or or work towards or actually do things, but there's not that energy behind it. So they may start on a, a business in in month one, have that energy for three months, and then it's like, ah, bro, I'm only bringing in twenty, thirty dollars. It's like, no, keep that same energy because businesses take time to grow. Our brands take time to grow. Our skills take time to grow. So we, through all of our stories that we've shared on this podcast, we've gone through the mud and have been discouraged and been, you know, kind of outed in, in some instances, but we have still believed in ourselves and we still have had that energy in ourselves to to, to go after what it is that we're wanting because our vision is so clear and our passion is so clear on, on what it is we want. So I appreciate you sharing that, Vince. Going over to Dr. E, what is one or two uh, actionable items that somebody can take into 2023 to help them manifest or to help them uh, attract certain things into their life? Um, two actionable things is to take action. One of the main things in manifestation is you, you have to maintain trajectory. You have to maintain work. I'm a big believer in prayer in motion. And, you know, there's a reason why they say, you know, when you stop, you die. Because if you stop going in motion, you normally laying down, you're dead, you know. So take action is the first thing. Don't be like, ah, oh, I'm going to start tomorrow or i start on day one or one day. Make day one that one day. You know, a lot of people think they got to prepare all this other stuff. Sometimes you just got to start. And that's the hardest thing is just starting. So if you can start, it doesn't matter when you finish because you're starting. You're going on that journey. You get to learn things. 
So that's another actionable thing for going in 2023. And um, for me, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to be the first to say I know everybody's scared. But I'm going to be the first to say 2023 is going to be all for me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's doctor. Everybody's scared to be like, oh, what about 2022? 20? Nah, bro. 2023 is all me. You know, and it says when two or three touch and agree, when we touch and we hear we in agreement, it's going to be all me. Bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel it in my life. So decide what it is. Uh, another great quote uh, from Jordan Peterson, who was like, you know, if you sit on the edge of your bed at night and ask yourself what are some things that you can really correct in your life that you can change, you'll figure out everything you need to do in, that, in those moments. So have a real conversation with yourself and then take action. Doesn't matter how fast it takes you to complete it, just start the action and manifestation. So if you think it, you see it, start moving towards it. And don't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Did it, Bob. I appreciate you, Dr. E. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, this this episode, um, to to just thinking about how the, the how this this podcast has evolved. And, you know, I, I think I hit Grant up and I was like, you know, I think it was something that we had been thinking about and I was like, yo, let's, let's do it. And going back to Dr. E's words is like, just take action. So we were just like, yo, let's do this. Hit up Vince. Hey Vince, let's jump on these calls and then hit up Dr. E. And, and so all of all these conversations and what we are trying to do has completely evolved since I think it was August. And that's the thing as we are growing, as we are manifesting and as we are chasing and going after our goals and our dreams, you have to continue building off of yesterday's work. Let me say that one more time. You have to continue building off of yesterday's work when you are going after your goals and dreams. Far too often, people get into this habit of, well, I was on I did this, this, and this last week or last month, and just kind of like chilling on on their successes. It does not happen like that. And there's a book, it's by Tim Grover. It's called Relentless. And he was talking about how MJ, so Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Dwayne Wade, he worked directly with them. And he said the difference with those three, specifically Michael Jordan, is after a championship, he would say, done, what's next? And that was so powerful because one of the greatest basketball players to ever play never got content with his craft, never got content where he was with his life and his journey and his skills. He continued, he wanted to continue growing his, his legacy and growing what it is or what it was that he was working towards. And as people, I think it's safe to say we have a tendency to get lazy with things. But then there's another book by Donald Miller, Making Business Simple, and he says there's not one successful person who hasn't just who who, who has just kind of sat back and, and not taken action on things. Every successful person that you know has taken action, and they've taken action when it was the scariest. They didn't know which direction they were going. They didn't know what was going to happen is just like hey let me put my shoes on and let me go let me just start running and i'll learn on the way and so 
as y'all have have made this journey with us within this episode or even going back to episode one we all appreciate you coming along with us on this journey because it means the most to all of us and what it is we're trying to do with this podcast but then we also want to congratulate the work that you have done in 2022 but don't rest on that because 23 is going to be the year this is going to be the year that you grow into the person that you are supposed to be this is the year that some of the goals and things that you've been working for or towards, those are going to happen. But as Vince said, you have to put energy and continually put energy behind it, even on those nights that you don't feel like doing a little bit extra. And, 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 and Grant has mentioned the law of attraction. You know, there, there's, a, there's a point where you have to manifest these things and just let them happen instead of just constantly saying, I want, I want, I want, because like Grant said, you have this scarcity mindset. So we will leave it there with y'all. This was a powerful, one of the most powerful episodes that we've had in 2022. 2023 is going to be major, major but you have to believe in everything that you're doing and you have to have a goal and a vision for where you're going because distractions are easy nowadays. So with that being said, I want to thank Grant for always coming with the knowledge. I think Vince said, he was like, man, you just came with the encyclopedia definitions and everything. <laughs> so I appreciate you, Grant. Vince, I appreciate you always being authentic. And I appreciate you just sharing your story because everything that you've shared, even when you said, you know, you were homeless at one point in your journey, people have the blueprint. People have something to, to look up towards and, and be motivated and inspired by. So I appreciate you. And Dr. E, I appreciate your maturity that you bring to these episodes and just that sense of Zen and, and calmness. But I also say that I appreciate you also opening up and sharing your journey to, you know, you made it to Netflix and now it's like, hey, 2023, it's all me. It's, it's all me. It's a 2023. Just like Michael Jordan said, all right, what's next? Like Shaquille O'Neal's dad said, that's my trophy. Like, you can't get content. Content is a trap and it'll stop all your show. You don't want to get content. But that don't mean not to be appreciative. It just means don't get content. Keep going. Keep grinding. Appreciate and move on. 100%. 100%. So as our viewers and listeners, as we wrap up 2022, we encourage you to put some action behind the goals and the dreams that you have. If you need to replay this episode a couple times to, to tap into the many of the messages that we talked about in this episode, highly encourage it. Most of all, show yourself some love. You deserve all the love in the world, but it starts with you. As soon as you show yourself love, then the goals and the dreams that you have for yourself, it, it's, it's, it's a game changer. So again, we appreciate y'all listening to this episode. If you know somebody that could benefit from this episode and this message, please share this episode with them. Be sure to like and subscribe to 
Coats and Conversation. We have many more episodes coming behind this, and we would love for y'all to come on this journey with us. So as we wrap up 2022, we all appreciate you. We hope that you have a safe holiday. Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2023.